0: Hi, it's Andrew
1: here. Hi Andrew, how are you?
0: Good, how are you doing?
1: Good, thank you. Thank you so much for doing the interview with us.
0: Of course, of course.
1: Just for the record, I always like to start with my uh, interviews with something I call the basics. Mm -hmm. So uh, just for anyone who might not know, who are you and what do you do?
0: So my name is Andrew Hunter, and I'm the co-founder of Adzuna. Adzuna is a search engine for jobs used by tens of millions of people around the world. Um, We search thousands of websites, employers, job boards, recruiters, and uh, pull all those vacancies into one search engine. Uh, We're certainly not the only ones doing that, but what makes us different is we package that with really interesting and powerful data insights, which we hope uh, help people make better career decisions. Uh, The company was founded back in 2011 by myself and my business partner, Doug. Uh, We have venture capital backing. In addition to running uh, our day jobs, which is our job search engine, we also uh, work very closely with the British government um, and we power uh, a service called Find a Job, which is the British government's most popular web service.
1: Cool. Can you tell us a bit more about that?
0: Sure, so it's uh, essentially um, an online job platform to help those actively looking for work or um, out of work completely, um, to match candidate to open job vacancies all around the country. So in addition to powering that, we also supply the government with job market data um, to help them make decisions around uh, investment around the country. As I'm sure you can imagine, If you go through different regions in Britain, you see varying uh, candidate to job ratios and getting the government to focus energy on particular black spots where um, there are either very few jobs and lots of candidates or vice versa is really important to us. So we play play a role in that decision making process and as I'm sure you can imagine in this world of coronavirus, being smart about how capital and resources are deployed at a government level is of the utmost importance.
1: Yeah. Um, so how big is that your team at Edzuna right now?
0: So we are almost a hundred. We are, I think, 95 people uh, and we have three offices, one in London, uh, one in Indianapolis uh, and one in Sydney, Australia. But currently we're all working from our bedrooms, dining room, tables and home offices.
1: Great. So what's it like uh, running a platform, having millions and millions of u- users?
0: It's pretty cool. Um, it, uh, it's, and it's particularly uh, fun for me because I really did start this business with Doug, um, you know, s- sitting in my bedroom eight, nine years ago. So to see it evolve over the years from just a, um, a two-man band with one developer, George, in, in Greece, to a much larger business with a huge audience um, is a real privilege, and I'm very proud of uh, of the steps we've taken so far to to make job search better. It hasn't always been easy, I can tell you that. Um, I'm a, I'm can you
1: a... tell us about you know how like you initially got the idea and how it's evolved and brief history of the company pre
0: COVID? Yeah, so so Doug and I have known each other for 15 years. We used to. Uh, worked together at a classified website called Gumtree, which is the biggest classified site in the UK. Um, And that's where we really developed our passion for local search. Uh, Jobs was our biggest category, uh, most popular from a traffic perspective, but also made us the most money. Um, And uh, we really sort of hit on the idea that job seekers in Britain and further afield were being underserved by the existing technology. After Gumtree, Doug and I both went our separate ways. He went to run Zupla. I went to help run a company called Quite, which was eventually bought by Yelp, the local review website. Um, So we got to a stage in 2010 where we thought, you know, we've always joined these successful companies at an early stage. but We've never been founders. This can't be that difficult. Trust me, it is difficult. But uh, we started in earnest uh, in late 2010, early 2011, and decided to to build um, a simple job search engine, indeed, was our only competitor at the time then. Now there are lots of other um, job search engines and job boards, with uh, with the aim of just doing three things really well. Getting all the jobs in one place and a really clean experience, providing that local level detail so that you can inform people and, and, and make uh, recommendations from sort of what is a bartender in Clapham versus Battersea uh, paid, and what are their career opportunities, um, but also work on this problem of matching candidate to job. If you go onto any uh, job-related website in Britain at the moment and type in finance jobs in London, you're gonna see tens of thousands of them. So it's about how do we understand more about our users and use the power of technology to match people to better more fulfilling jobs. So company started in 2011, Really difficult to get it off the ground, but we but we did, and we bootstrapped we raised um, about a quarter of a million pounds seed investment in year one, and then we attracted some venture capital investment, and to date we've raised twelve million pounds in uh, in v c um, and then I think that the moment where both Doug and I thought, okay, I think we might have something here was in late two thousand and twelve where we got a call from uh, Number 10 Downing Street asking us to help with some data to create what is now known as the Number 10 Dashboard. This is what the PM and Number 10's office looks at on a weekly basis uh, to understand what's happening in the economy, from job distribution to um, the health of the property market to what happened in EastEnders last night. Um, so wow. David, David Cameron's administration uh, used it extensively. Uh, Theresa May and subsequently Boris Johnson, uh, not so much, it was discontinued, but it was pretty cool to early in our entrepreneurial life to have the opportunity to contribute to this app and power the job market data section of it. So at that point we were able to establish a bit more business credibility. And from then we grew and grew and, uh, into the business we are today.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: It would be remiss of me not to mention uh, two thousand and fifteen, which was a bit of a seminal year for Adzuna in that the business grew from strength to strength. we raised two million pounds through crowdfunding, which was such an exciting experience but also in late two thousand and fifteen, I was diagnosed with stage four cancer uh, that came as a real oh wow to uh, to myself to my family to uh, to my colleagues and uh It was a very, very difficult time. Um, I had to step completely away from the business, receive 18 months worth of treatment. It was touch and go for a while, but I'm absolutely fine now. Um, That's great to hear. Yeah, thank you. And um, obviously we learned a whole load of uh, business lessons during that time. Doug was a hero, stepping up and becoming full-time CEO at that point in time, um, as I wasn't able to contribute. So I was away from the business until early 2017, then I came back. And after going through an experience like that, you have a very different lens on, on life, on priorities. But what uh, made me feel very happy was that most of the things that I was doing before at work, I wanted to do again. So I was enjoying.
1: Well, that's, um, that's a great sign. That means that you're living your life and doing your job right, right? I think, that's,
0: I think that's right. I was enjoying the job I was doing. I felt like I was working in an industry where I could really make a difference and help people find, find work. Um, and it was something that I wanted to, to go back to and uh, it, was a, it was a real highlight to rejoin the team and, and, and get back on board and help out.
1: Wow, that's quite a story. Moving on to life after COVID and after lockdown, what has been, what has life in Adzuna been like? Uh, post lockdown, what's life in your company been like? What's been the, like the biggest change?
0: Well, the biggest change is obviously everyone working from home. Um, we've we've typically had a, a good remote working policy and culture in the business. So for many, particularly the engineering team, uh, it wasn't that big of a jump. A lot of them were already working from home. Um, but logistically, it took a while to get everything set up um, and to make sure that people had everything they need um, from from their home offices or from... Uh, their bedrooms or wherever they are working. So there was a logistical challenge. And I think communication is absolutely key and has been key for the last four to six weeks, just to make sure that we're all synced up, everyone's happy um, and that we're able to do our jobs to the best of our ability while juggling childcare and and everything else that the world is throwing us, uh, throwing at us at the moment. So uh, that was tough, but we feel like we're in a really good space now. and. Um, as as my colleague Steve at Work and Startup said, we, uh, we're we getting awesome employment, employee engagement scores at the moment, so we're, we feel like we've done a good job on that transition. Um, it's going to be interesting to go back to normal office work again. I'm not entirely sure any company will ever properly go back to what they had before. I think a lot of lessons will be learned uh, in these coming months. and So, so that's the sort of... Uh, uh, day-to-day operational side um, our business is based on uh, job advertisements and in times of, of crisis every sector tends to drop off in advertising jobs so we've seen an index of 1 million job vacancy it seems in the UK in January drop to an index of 450,000 in April Wow! So, um, lots of hiring freezing lots of furloughing and lots of anxiety among employers Nobody is going to be going out with a massive recruitment campaign right now unless you're at the NHS, unless you work in um, social or retirement care, um, or you're on Amazon, a Deliveroo, um, or or domestic help and cleaning related company. Those are kind of the only um, sectors we see at the moment with a strong heartbeat. Everything else is significantly down and understandably so. So that changes the dynamics of our bit business a bit and and alters our focus in the short term.
1: Right. It's interesting that you would bring up uh, companies not going back to what they were. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was actually going to ask you, how do you think COVID is going to affect the future of work? What do you think that will mean for companies? Uh,
0: People and companies uh, from small to medium-sized businesses all the way up to um, the Googles, Facebooks, Microsofts of this world um, aren't going to be so fearful of remote working and, and the challenges that come with that and people slacking off and uh, watching daytime TV instead of doing their jobs. I think what this experience will prove to many managers and it's proven to me as well, is that we're very adaptable as human beings when it comes to the world of work. Uh, and I think um, many of us will, will return to our offices, uh, but, but again, a lot will work remotely and I can see it being a bit more fluid um, I don't see people chained to their desks in other organizations uh, from nine to six every day. I think there'll be a lot more flexibility and productivity levels won't change that much. I think that'll be the biggest, the biggest difference. There could also be some industry-wide uh, changes. Um, some sectors might come out of this health and economic crisis better than others. Uh, but that remains to be seen. At the moment, we're just guessing because we're only four to six weeks into this.
1: Right. So backing up, you mentioned uh, Working Startups and your colleague, Steve, who we didn't interview with before. So you acquired Working Startups uh, along the way. That's right. And I, at Zoom Working Startups is doing some interesting things um, as a partner of our initiative with Hashtag tech Together, but you're actually doing before we partnered, uh, to help job seekers during COVID-19. Would you like to talk about that a bit?
0: A couple different things uh, we're doing. Obviously, um, the work in startups site remains fully functional with over a thousand vacancies uh, on it, so uh, we continue to operate that and encourage job seekers to work in startups. We're maintaining lists of uh, technology companies who are uh, still hiring uh, there's a little bit of ambiguity around that because it's changing every day from small uh, startups like our, ourselves to um, the uh, u- unicorns like TransferWise all the way up to Facebook. Hiring policies are changing every day, furloughing activity and whatnot. So we're trying to keep our finger on that pulse and keep job seekers up to date. At the moment, it's just a Google document of a big long list of of tech companies in London and in the UK, and whether they have open vacancies or not, and a link to where you can apply for those vacancies. We're going to migrate that over to work in startups um, and add a bit more complexity to it, but that's proven very popular and we'll continue to maintain that. Uh, And the final uh, thing is around uh, those that have been uh, furloughed uh, over the last few weeks. So there are um, over a million people uh, as far as I understand in this situation um, who are still looking to contribute to society uh, and get work experience. So we're trying to connect those that have been furloughed uh, with um, interesting startups uh, all around Britain so that they can get work experience and uh, add value and learn from some of the best technology companies uh, across the country. So we're quite excited about that scheme. It's workinstartups.com forward slash Great.
1: Good. We're going to go into a part of the interview that I think is the most fun. Okay. Uh, and I call it life in lockdown. And it's just going to be questions about what you're Life is like now that everything is shut down and you're in the house most of the time, I assume. Yeah. Um, it's meant to be fun. It's kind of a quick fire session. And no or pass are perfectly acceptable answers, didn't you? Okay. okay. <laughs> so, what is your daily routine like in lockdown?
0: My daily routine uh, is I tend to wake up at uh, around six a.m. with my one-year-old son. Um, oh wow! Yeah, um, so I'm enjoying lockdown uh, with a toddler, which is uh, all sorts of all sorts of fun. Um, so we tend to wake up together and have breakfast and and watch the watch the sun come up and, and get him ready for the day. I've tried to get into more and more exercise, so I will either go for a a dog walk or run a quick bike ride just to um, get the blood pumping before I get to my desk. I'll typically be at my desk by about uh, 8.30 and then my normal working day uh, is uh, as it is and um, I'll tend to finish around 6 or 6.30 just in time for um, looking after my young son in uh, in the evening before he goes to bed and if it's a Thursday or a Friday night I might uh, enjoy a cold glass of something before, before putting my feet up.
1: Nice. Do you have a preference on what that cold glass of something is?
0: Well, you're American. I'm actually, I'm actually quite big into my American IPAs at the moment.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: there's an IPA called Lagunitas IPA, which is from California. I don't know if you know it, Um, but I do like that.
1: Cool. Cool. (laughs) American IPAs don't get a lot of respect. So I'm (laughs) glad to hear that.
0: There we go.
1: Do you have a favorite quarantine snack? I,
0: I I don't feel like I've been eating that well, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> during quarantine, Mi- mini mini cheddars. Uh, I don't know if you've come across them, but little little mini ch- uh, cheese snacks. Um, yeah,
1: like cheddar,
0: right? Yeah, I can just I can go through those. Like there's no tomorrow. So that's my go-to quarantine snack.
1: Nice. Do you have a favorite quarantine pastime?
0: My wife and I have started, um, inspired by the tennis player Andy Murray. Mm-hmm. We've started. Ah! doing uh, a little bit of backyard tennis where we are, are volley, volleying tennis ball to each other and trying to get to 100. Um, so he put this thing on Twitter encouraging quarantine couples to uh, exercise together and, and try to get to 100 rally, a rally of 100. So we've been working away on that. So that's our primary pastime at the moment.
1: What's your what have you got up to? What's your we,
0: we did 42 yesterday, which we were quite proud of. Wow, so we've only been going for like a week, so you're working um, towards it. We're gonna do it, I'm sure.
1: That's cool, that's cool. I'm sure Murray would be proud. <laughs> what is the one thing that has kept you sane?
0: The one thing that has kept me sane uh, is my black Labrador, Ben. Uh, he's He's awesome, and Labradors are great because they're so don't know what's going on, and they're so unconditionally loving, irrespective of what's happening in your life or what's happening in the world. Uh, and that's uh, proven to be the case for me throughout my entrepreneurial life, through my own personal health crisis, and through this pandemic. Uh, they're just great companions to have around.
1: That's so sweet. I bet he's thrilled to have you around more. He loves less.
0: it. He loves it. Yeah. He can't quite uh, get it that he's getting so much attention and so many walks, but yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: That's great, that's great. What do you think that your company's COVID story is going to be?
0: Aspirationally, um, I hope that our COVID story is that we were there for both job seekers and job advertisers during this time of crisis. If you think about what's happening to the job market right now in Britain, um, in January, the unemployment rate was at between 39 and 4%. In this quarter, it's gonna be 8% plus. Over a million people are gonna lose their jobs in the next six months and are flooding the job market. At the same time, uh, the job vacancy count has halved. So it's gonna be an incredibly tough uh, job seeking environment, the toughest we've seen since we launched this business. So now is really the time for Adzuna to play its role in helping to get people into work and be, be be a portal where folks can go to for actual finding jobs, but also um, for information, be it tax-related or pension-related information, or just advice on doing interviews over Skype instead of face-to-face. So I think uh, now more than ever, i felt like our mission to get Britain working um, is of the utmost importance. So I think uh, if we can be seen um, as a site and as a group of people that have made a difference and helped people find work during this crisis, then, uh, then I'll be very happy indeed.
1: That's great. That's great. Um, final question. Sure. What is the one piece of advice you have for the tech and startup community right now?
0: We will get through this, but be prepared for 12 months of pain. The economy is in cardiac arrest mode at the moment. Uh, and it's gonna be extremely volatile uh, between now and Christmas. So hold on, uh, be prudent with, uh, with cash. Um, don't, uh, don't obsess over commercial growth, just obsess over staying alive and continuing to build your product. Keep your customers and your users happy and engaged. And most importantly, be really, really prepared for the upswing. We will come out of this, And uh, hopefully it will be sooner than we all think. If you're well-positioned to gain market share when when everything does swing back into shape, then you'll be standing yourself in good stead for the future.
1: Nice, great. Okay, well, that's all I have. Thank you for the questions. Well, thank you.